Welcome into the Hustle Podcast. Wherever you're downloading your podcast at, the Hustle Podcast. Also, simulcast live 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Wednesdays on the Wager Talk YouTube channel. I am Drew Martin, joined by Chris Thurston and Adam Trigger. We got Kelly Stewart coming on with Barstool Bets and a special guest, Bill Crackman, on today's show. We are presented by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Coming to a store near you, Viva. Our belief is to live long, live well, and live it up. Viva up. Chris Thurston, welcome in, buddy. How was the weekend? Drew, weekend was all right. Saturday was uh, was good, and Sunday was a little bit of a struggle until uh, the nightcap. Uh, but then if you listened to the show last week, you were lucky to cash with the Pats, and you took those points and came a little short on the money line, but they, they played a good game, and it, it was it was close kind of like I thought it would be, and a um, lot, of, lot of hope for this uh, Patriots team. Hopefully they could uh, figure it out and, and be okay down the line. Yeah, thanks for that, by the way. I tailed you on that. It made a uh, a decent Sunday to say the to say it nicely into a uh, an even more decent Sunday. Let's put it that way. The yeah. Pats staying comfortably within that number. Chris Thurston, you heard it here. He broke it down with the best breakdown so far of the year. I, I, I in my opinion, at least for the podcast, they were screaming uh, from the mountaintops. It's over. Definitely. It's over. Don't play the game. Don't play the game. Definitely, definitely the loudest breakdown, dude. That's for sure. Definitely the loudest. Oh, yeah. That's loud is welcome on the Hustle <laughs> Podcast. And Adam Trigger, you heard him right there at Top Flight Sports on Twitter. Adam, welcome in, buddy. How was your weekend? Drew, I actually had a great weekend. I went 4-1 and one on Saturday. I had another winning NFL week. I'm finally back in the best bet win column on the Hustle with a football team who got it done in a, in a wild sort of finish there. I tailed CT bets on the Patriots. That was a great hit. Um Really, like the big blemish for me was the Raiders on Monday night. But you know what? That wasn't the weekend. That was Monday. So weekend was great. And, you know, hopefully we can do it again this week. Absolutely. So excited to get your opinion, guys. And also excited to have my first uh, Viva here. Sober September is behind us. I love that out of you, Drew. Can't wait to whack some with you this weekend. It's been too long. Oh, yeah. And, and hey, we got to remind everybody, anybody in the Florida area near Tampa, we're going to the Dolphins in the Bucks game. Uh, so come come and uh, tailgate with us. I guess we'll be on Twitter. Uh, you see all of our Twitters there and uh, let you know where we're tailgating from. I mean, do we have any more specifics on on where we're going to be? Like, uh, I'm going to have those tonight. I'm, I'm buying the parking passes and we'll tweet out exactly what lot we're going to be. Come meet us. We'll have plenty of food, plenty of beers, and you can watch the 50-yard dash between the three of us. Kelly will be videoing it, and uh, Ariel is the judge. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so she's going to referee it make sure nobody's yeah. cheating. Trig gets off to a uh... – all right. Well, I guess we have to have a quick dis- discussion here, guys, before we get into the big game breakdown, NFL college football here. What would you guys – like, Chris, I'll throw it over to you first. What would you set the odds at, really? I'd probably, I'd probably put Trig at probably minus 180. And okay. probably you and I probably around plus one twenty five a pop. I would say. Okay. All right. Intrigue. What about you, man? I mean, I would I would make myself the favorite. I, I would just because I I feel like I should win that race. But you know, yeah. I, it, that's why they that's why they play. You know, no one thought the Pats were gonna hang last week, and they got it done. That's why they play the game. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. Right. I don't know. Chris gets the beer muscles. I don't know if he gets the beer like sprinting legs because, you know, we're going to I'm sure we're going to ha- be well into the drinking day by the time that happens. So we'll see. We will see. Drew, uh, Drew I mean, I remember you laid out a triple in that in a in a 
softball game that we played in, and you were at third base pretty quickly. So I don't know. We might have to oh, re okay. recalculate those odds. I, I mean, I feel like you know if you're fast. You know, and I used to be pretty fast, but now I'm not. I, I mean, I, I went out and ran the other day, and I'm like, okay, yeah, they, my pass is behind me, so that's what's worrying me. I yeah, used to be pretty fast, and then, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I still have it. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> Absolutely, guys. Well, um, heck, I mean, we we also need to remind everybody we do have the merch store, the Hustle merch store, and you can see it. I actually, uh, CT, I think you got a. a is that the hoodie right there? The hoodie right there. They came out great. Walrus did an awesome job. And um, if you guys are enjoying the show and enjoying the information, Wally's Corner has been great. Please go on, buy a hoodie, buy a T-shirt, help support us. And uh, we're going to try and make this show better. And we're putting all the money back into the show. So thank you. And we appreciate it. Absolutely. The the Hustle Show pod on Twitter, uh, the, the link is there in the bio to go uh, get the merch there, the Hustle merch. we got T-shirts, uh, uh, those pullovers. So looks really good up there. So we got a recap segment here. Um, Trig, I'll throw it over to you. You got a re recap on the best bets, big game slate. Yeah. So we were all over the place last show and that was, we had a great guest though. Kel stay on a little longer and we forgot to get a best bet from Drew Martin bet. So we cannot let that happen this week. However, best bets, it's kind of what keeps happening. Two and two. Um, since Drew didn't give one, we'll use Bill Connolly, who was our guest who gave out a great best bet, Bowling Green plus 17, no sweat. That was that, that was close throughout, and that really never even came close to the number. So great call right there. I said earlier I got in the win column for the first time in a couple weeks uh, after a hot start with football team minus one. Those are the two wins. CT misses with the Rams, although I don't know. I almost feel like the Patriots was his best bet. But um, I was thinking but, uh, that he, he missed with the Rams and Kelly finally loses one with the Panthers, uh, but still two and two there. Uh, the we had an abbreviated sort of big, big game uh, breakdown last week. And it, and it was actually pretty much CT pretty much took care of that for us. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to defend my boy Chris Thurston right here, though, because I know that he ended up making money off that Alabama Ole Miss game. Even though on the show he said, hey, I've got a good number with Ole Miss. It's plus 18. I, I, I almost think I should have reminded you to tweet that out because I know you came back and took yeah, some Bama. Um, but anyway, that was the only loss. Uh, you, you talked about Boston College being a good bet, plus 16. That ended up being a close game. That gets there. And, of course, uh, the Patriots. Um, not the best week for the Sharp stuff. Kelly's card went one and four. However, Kel gets a pass because she once again on Twitter hit another obnoxious parlay that, that paid something like 30, what was it? 33 to one or something yeah, like 32, that. 34 to one. Crazy. And I know everyone follows her on Twitter. I mean, Dave Portnoy is tweeting about it. So everyone should have known what it was, even if she didn't give it on the show. Um, we'll let her talk about that later. That's an awesome hit. And finally, so I, finally in Wally, the Wally's corner section, the numbers finally came into play this week. And this was like what we talk about where, you know, if you, if you take every single one of these and bet every single one, there's going to be the scenario where the sharp guys win and they beat the move and you ended up losing. And that's kind of what happened to, to Walrus this week. So I'm not going to go through each game. I'll just say there were four five and two, but I also want to sort of qualify how I graded them. Um, I gave him a loss on Illinois. Uh, the reason being was that game landed 10 
And for the most part, it was 10 and a half and they were still taking 10 and a half all the way up to 11. However, the, the Sharps started betting that at nine, which obviously nine, nine and a half were winners. 10 would have been a push. So I'm a tough grader. I gave him a loss for that. Washington, the Sharps started betting at four. They took it three and then they took it two and a half. You could have easily got a three if you bought the half. There was threes out there, or you could have gotten a three. So I'm going to give Wally a push for Washington at plus three because I think that that was like a, a pretty attainable line. So we'll call it four or five and two, pretty much a wash. But again, it just is a good example because the Sharp guys probably went, you know, five, six, and three, five, and four there if you had, if you had hit the number. So that's why we kind of say, you know, Take sort of inventory of what the number is and make sure you're not taking a bad number or not taking a very uh, number that's beat to death, like a like a four that becomes a two and a half or something like that. Ten is kind of a key number. So just a good like, you know, sort of learning experience there. But again, um, you know, he, he finished the he finished the game under. And another one, the one we gave out late, Western Michigan, I gave him a push on at minus seven, and they took that earlier in the week at like five and six. So you know, just uh, other than that, I would call it a wash for this week. But he's been running so hot. I, I can't, wait to see fired, so. can't wait to see what he's got this week. Yeah, it's always a good segment. Wally's Corner, part of the show here each and every week. Guys, we got big game rundown as well. I can start us off here with not so big of a game, but it's so bad, it's almost big. I've actually heard other people talk about it. We're talking 0-5 versus 0-4 in college football the UMass Minuteman and the UConn Huskies are squaring off this Saturday. One of those games, you know, if you really need to bet something, we're seeing UConn minus three and a half point favorites, 55 and a half being the total in Amherst. UConn's on the road and they're laying three and a half in this bad of a matchup. I think that's telling us the odds makers know something here. UConn, their offense, 500 yards. Now, granted, it was against Vandy. That's an SEC team. Vanderbilt of the SEC like to clarify that still they got their offense rolling I think there's something to that whereas the Minutemen just 290 yards the last two weeks combined on offense a lot of times with these bad bad college football teams if you can at least move the football you can find some winners here that's why I think UConn's aside here guys I know three in the hook people see that hook get scared but uh sometimes in the depths of college football the discrepancy between just, you know, bad and absolutely awful can be a pretty large gap there. And I think UMass is absolutely awful. Nothing against Walt Bell. I think in the future he might actually turn this around to become a decent college football team. But this Saturday for big game breakdown, and it's not so big, I'm going to go with the UConn Huskies minus three and a half. That's my look for the big game breakdown. CT, I know uh, you got your eye on some big games as well, buddy. Yeah, one of them, I'm going to go right to the NFL, actually. And um, the first one that caught my eye on Monday morning was uh, the Niners. I'm on the Niners plus five and a half this weekend. The Cards were hot off beating the Rams. Now they're the only undefeated team in the NFL. If Everyone's flying high on this Cliff Kingsbury team, their high-powered offense. Kyler Murray's been nothing. He's been spectacular, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the two-quarterback um, situation has not been working for Kyle Shanahan. I think Kyle has has realized that Jimmy G is, has been a baby. Uh, he went out with a little injury. He could have finished the game. He's saying he might not be back. Shanahan kind of said like he, he could be back if he wants to. And um, he hasn't named the starter yet, 
But I think he's going to go with Trey Lance. I think that's the right call. It's going to be interesting to see him finally play a full game on his own. Um, I'm excited to see him play. I don't think uh, the Niners are going to drop three in a row here, and I think it's a really good spot for him. Plus five and a half is too many. Taking the Niners and sprinkling a little on the money line. I like that, CT. I really do. And, and, and Jimmy G, is. do we know the quarterback situation for sure? No, he, ha- he hasn't uh, gave it a go either way yet. I think he's leaning towards towards Lance. Um, Jimmy G's saying he's a little banged up and he might be out a few weeks, and Kyle Shanahan's kind of just brushed him off a little bit, and I think he's going to go with the kid. Interesting. All right, 49. I, I like that play as well. Uh, Adam, what, what do you think? A big game breakdown, buddy. So I'm going to go with you, Drew. I'm going anti-big game here, and I switched this out last second because I saw a friend of the show, uh, Jeff Buffum, he tweeted out a couple plays that he likes, and I felt bad. We missed his. We missed one of his questions last week, so I said, you know what? I'm going to touch on one of the games that he he commented about, and I very much agree with him on this. He threw out the Akron Zips as a play this week, and I I actually love that call. Uh, they're 14 and a half point underdogs, um, but they're they're playing a Bowling Green team that we talked about a little bit last week. Bill Connolly, our guest last week gave a really nice breakdown, said, you know, this Bowling Green team, they, they can defend like their defense is for real. Uh, they come out and beat Minnesota. They hung as a 17-point dog right in that game the entire way last week. I tend to take teams like that and then try to fade them when they're a big favorite because that's not the type of team that, that's accustomed to like laying 14 and a half points. They're better in the underdog role. That's a team that's going to be good in the underdog role. But in a, in a game where, okay, now they're, they're a two-touchdown favorite against what, what many consider to be one of the worst teams in college football in Akron, uh, I just think that that's way too many points. And it, it, it just screams sort of like letdown spot. It's a noon kickoff. I could totally see Bowling Green sort of sleepwalking through this game. Uh, so I agree with Jeff right there. Uh, Akron plus 14 and a half, I think is a pretty good bet. Uh, and, and then I want to throw one out in the NFL. Um, I like the Minnesota Vikings this week, CT, we've been trying to figure out who the heck our survivor play is going to be this week. I know we already started talking about it. Um, I actually think Minnesota, I kind of like them to cover the nine here. The lions are a disaster. Um, you know, Minnesota could easily be, they could easily be three and one right now. I mean, they, they, fumbled away a, a, a game in the first week of the season against the Bengals. And then they, they choked away another game on a late field goal. Uh, they pounded Seattle last week. They come out, score seven points, and then they weren't heard from again. This feels like a game where they sort of get right at home. I actually will consider laying the nine here. So I like it in, I, I like Minnesota to cover that number. And I think that's who we should use for survivor CT. I know we got to talk to Walrus about it. Survivor picks. Those, those are always difficult. You guys in together on the survivor pool? Yeah, the two of us and, and Walrus uh, have survived thus far. What can keep it going here? Now, do, you, do you know how many entries are still around? Like, do you guys actually have a shot at this? Or there's, there's a there's a lot. There's twenty three hundred, I think. Walrus, twenty uh, three hundred left, I think. Hundred left in circa. So, um, let's see what happens. Hopefully, there's going to be eventually that one game where uh, where everybody loses and it gets cut. And yeah. Cut. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like, I'm actually surprised at how many people are out, considering we haven't had a double-digit upset yet. 
So, so actually, that's another thing. I'll throw that out there. I'm curious who the first one's going to be. There has not been a double-digit favorite to lose in the NFL yet this season. So I'm interested to see maybe the game we're at on Sunday, guys. I don't know. Do you think the Dolphins can hang? We would love to see that. I I, I, I would. I mean, I, I'm a Dolphins fan, as you guys can see in the back. But, you know, you know I – when when Tua went down, there was kind of this sentiment, you know, on Twitter. People were saying, "Oh, it's not that big of a drop off." I I think it is. I mean, I think that it's de- there's definitely a drop off from Tua to Brissett. That's what kind of worries me. I know the spot kind of favors Miami, even though they're on the road. Even more so, guys. I throw this around. I know we we're texting about it. I was looking towards the under. You know, Flores he prepared the defense for for Brady. You know, for all those years, what almost ten years he was an assistant there. For the Patriots, I, I don't know if that will help or hurt, but it's I, I think it's a factor to help the, the Dolphins defensively. They are a, a, a solid defense, and offensively, they're really sputtering right now in that Indianapolis game. You could really see it. Uh, you, you know, also, um, what scattered thunderstorms is so on, on Sunday afternoon? Maybe might be, might be uh, kind of not the best weather. I, I was maybe looking towards the under because we got to bet it if we're going. Oh, of course, got it. Yeah. Need a little oh. after we try and kill each other with the 50 yard dash and, and ourselves. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I, I agree with that, Drew. I mean, I it's it's just the it, it makes sense that it's a flat spot for the Bucks. So yeah. how do you want to play that? You know, do you do you want to try to take the points and think that Miami can hang? Another way to sort of sort of play in a flat spot could be the Bucks, you know, taking the under and the Bucks come out and win a 31 to 9 type game. And then you're, you're cashing that way. So I think it's I, I definitely kind of see a little bit of value in both. I don't really know how I'm going to play it either, but we're going to be at the game. So we're going to have to bet something. I don't know what we're going to bet, but we'll have to bet something. So going to have to come up with something. What, what, yeah. what, what are you thinking about, CT? Uh, actually, one I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about, I'm going to bring this up when Kraft comes out. Uh, I'm thinking about how we're saying we're, we're going to have to come up with something. But I'll bring it up when he comes on here. Some advice he gave me uh, the first time I met him five, six years ago. And that just made me think of that. And uh, so I'll bring it up when he comes on. Is he is he on yet? Or should we should we hit another game? No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's about to come on and, and want to give a shout out here to the chat box. Everybody joining us live. Richard, um, we got Jeff in the house. Abby Jackson as well. She's liking that pick. Adam plus 14 and a half. With Akron, UConn, great bet from uh, Bree here, but it did get steamed. Yes, Sean Alvarez, thanks for joining us live, buddy. All you guys here in the chat box, thanks for joining us live. And if you're watching on replay, feel free to drop any questions below on the Wager Talk YouTube channel. We'll uh, we'll answer them, and we we'll, we maybe even answer them next uh, next episode as well, next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern. But like uh, CT was just saying, without further ado. Bill Crackman joining us live. You can check uh, professional gambler here. Bill Krakenberger, seen on Action, Showtime, Bleacher Report, Sports Grid, all over the place. Welcome in, Bill. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. I just retweeted it, so hopefully my uh, 34,000 followers or some of them get on there. So uh, awesome. I'm not used to doing a live podcast and a live, uh, uh, you know, a live thing. So we're, we're on – so in other words – People can click on Twitter and then uh, and then they can get to see us here. Is that, is that right? Yeah, if they're joining us live, they can see us here in the boxes. And uh, we'll also be posting this via podcast form on the Hustle podcast, wherever you're downloading your podcast at. So there's multiple ways to join us. You can also watch it on replay 
on YouTube as well. But uh, Bill, I wanted to start off with a question. I've heard you around, uh, you know, respect your work. Uh, very interesting. It sounds like uh, you throw out a bunch of winners. I, I have a question in terms of how you consume the content in uh, on your Saturday, your Sunday. What is your routine to kind of watch football, both in college and the NFL? You know, I, I've been betting sports and making my living paying taxes on sports betting win. That's the main thing. Uh, I can pay a quarterly estimated tax. So a lot of fucking heads out there that talk stuff and they, they, they don't uh, bet bet their money. They don't have to bet for a living, but bet your money. If you're going to talk about a game, bet your money. Uh, so, but uh, I've been doing it for so long. And now this media thing came along and it's fun. I like, I'm a teacher. I'm a natural born teacher. I'm my father's son. So uh, he, he was very, very world history uh, major and, 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 he really was a teacher. I'm, I'm, I'm really his son. Uh, I love teaching people about this thing. Sometimes too much. I get myself in trouble. My partners get upset at me, but uh, for, for talking about the value of three or teaser prices or something. But you know, at this point, to be honest with you, I'm pretty much uh, very happy in my space and what I'm doing. So I try to teach. I love teaching and helping people, almost to the point where it's a little bit too much. A lot. Um, people take my kindness for weakness and stuff. So. Uh, but, but I'm, that, that's what I'm here to do. And, and, uh, I, I, I'm actually, I even told my agent, my lawyer, my agent that he had me on 11 shows a week. I, there's no time for handicapping. These are hour long shows they are coast to coast. Um, so, so it, it gets to be a little tedious. I messed up a little bit in the first few weeks. Um, did, didn't lose any. I'm just saying I messed up. I time-wise I was flying back and forth to Atlantic city and stuff. And it's just so hard to get 11 shows a weekend. So it's, um, it's an interesting thing. That's what this dynamic that happened here with the sports betting explosion and all these different jurisdictions. Everyone wants to know about sports betting. And, you know, let me pat myself on the bat, which I never usually do. A pretty humble guy. Who else to pat yourself on a bat on the back? Who else to do it uh, except for myself to try to help people? I mean, I pay taxes on six figures a year. I had a seven figure year a couple of years ago. So not, not bragging. I'm just, I'm not that guy that brags about them. I'm just saying, um, I, I think if I could teach somebody something that I've learned on my 30 year, uh, career off my third, why not tell people or try to help them a little bit? You know, I'm a little bit tough on the sports books. I know I am. Um, I, I, I can't stand the fact that the price gouging that goes on, uh, even though I'm a spokesman for, for a company, I, I, I talk to the CEO all the time. There's, um, you know, these Euro ways of doing things has to stop. I can't be laying a dollar eighty and coming back a dollar twenty-five. It's just it, it's not gonna it's not gonna sit well with me, you know. And uh, so I kind of let everyone know about that. Where to bet? What type of bets? Don't lay as much on a teaser and stuff. I have terrible ADD, as you notice, so I'm all over the place. So I'm sorry about that. You you originally your question was about Saturday Sundays. What do I do? Is that what you were asking me? Yeah, like do you like watching the games in the sports books? Do you watch the games at home? I'm always interested yeah, in how professional board uh, professional betters kind of what or do you not watch yeah. at all? Yeah, not not the answer you're looking for. Now, the last couple of weeks I've been with my buddies. So I have been with them, you know, uh, they're like one guy's a New York guy, the other guys are South Philly guys. They have to have action in front of them. They have to watch the games. So I did go to the sports books with them and and uh but I didn't root for anything. I was more or less looking my messages, my Twitter and, and, and going over what I had and making more bets. Um, but I do like staying in my home office. This is my home office here. I like staying in my home office with my four screens and I'll put them up there and, and um, just 
I won't have the TV on in the background though. It's more of computer screens and things. So um, it's it's. But my stuff's done. A lot of stuff's done early in the week. I'm betting stuff on Monday mornings because I know there's a battle out there for competing for lines on Monday mornings. Um, and, and and that happens a lot. I, I see it happening more and more, especially in like college basketball, which starts in a month, which is my wheelhouse. College basketball. I've had some really sick, sick years in college basketball percentages that I won't even talk about because it's too hard to believe, to be honest with you. Um, I'm not one of those guys that says I'm 60 percent in this thing. You know, if I hit 56 percent, it's going to make me a good a good living. 60 percent is going to be one of those seven figure years. So um, it, it's uh, it, it's it's I see the battle, though. With college basketball, too, I see overnight lines that are just coming out. And now the sharp groups are battling on overnight lines, but you can't get much money down on overnight lines. I can get down maybe, I don't know, maybe three or 4,000. I, I, I shouldn't say it like that because it sounds like I'm being really greedy. Three or 4,000 is a nice number. But you understand, I'm betting for three of us. We have a partnership. So, uh, you know, me getting a dime a game, I only have a 5%. And that's being nice and generous, a 5% edge. So if I have a a thousand dollar ticket on a game, that means this ticket's not a thousand dollars. It's worth fifty fifty bucks, fifty grocery dollars. So I have to get down more than a thousand dollars on a game. I'm looking to get down, um, you know, a good amount of money on on, on games in order to make a living uh, betting sports like I'm used to. So I like to go the next day on the day of the game. I don't like to really. Matter of fact, I'll just be blunt with you guys. No one's watching, right? Um, <laughs> uh, I'll be blunt. A lot of times on overnight games, I'll look to bet the wrong way at the major sports books. I'll look to circumvent, not circumvent, look to set up the lines a little bit. Hopefully, uh, I get a better line by betting two sports books. I showed a reporter recently, um, not last season, the season before. I made him point to any three games on the Don Best screen. And it was a Thursday night. It was Wednesday night for Thursday night's games. He pointed to three games and for two grand, I moved the whole entire screen, a half or a full point everywhere for $2,000 when the next day I can come back. Hopefully, if no one jumps on those lines, I can come back and get you know a lot, 10000 at least on the game. So um, I am pretty lucky when I'm back east. I'm finding those sports books back east to take really good-sized bets. I can't believe what has happened this season. I just got back to Vegas. This is my home office, like I said, in Vegas. But New Jersey – I can walk up to FanDuel and draft FanDuel at Bally's, which is a really nice new book they built there at Bally's. FanDuel and DraftKings, and they're, they were taking $5,000 from me. I mean, I was betting 2500 on totals because the guy said, for some reason, that was 2700 he said. Um, so I bet 2500 and he said, just hit it again. And we hit it again. And even on one game, I hit it a third time. So uh, they're, they're taking some pretty good numbers from me anyway. Uh, I know in the years past, though, a lot of these sports books, they would throw people out, limit them. Um, I think they're a little bit more hesitant to throw people out. The books I'm throwing out of here in town, um, like the Stations sports book, of course, William Hill. Um, you know, listen, anyone that had a pulse, if you cut your wrist and you bleed red, you were thrown out of William Hill. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not alone. I'm not alone there. A lot of people got thrown out of there. Um, so... Uh, uh, William Hill stations, the Boyd casinos, which they're just, a, they're just a sweatshop, man. They, they, they went over to this new format and it's a, like a, an app and they just keep throwing people out or they're limiting them to 10 bucks or 50 bucks. I was betting, 
I was betting a thousand dollars a prop last NFL season, and I I hit one for eight grand, a thousand to win eight grand. And the next day, and this is only after two weeks of betting there, they limited me. I said a hundred dollars is the most you could bet. So, and now it's like ten bucks, and you know I I just don't I don't get that because I really feel you can learn. If you say I'm a winner, you can learn from someone like me, and you can move your lines and over adjust them and put your customers on the other side of the line. It's the way I feel. It's the way I would book. Um, a guy like an old school guy like Richie Bocciolari, who was an old school bookmaker here in town, he knows if he got back in, he would be the greatest bookmaker. I mean, um, but these guys, instead, they, 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 they want to throw you off the apps. They want to put you on delay, put you on spins. I mean, um, they're really uh, the bookmakers. Imagine this. I fly all the way to New Jersey to bet sports. And, and if it wasn't for the game convention, which I had, a, I had to come back here for a few meetings, if it wasn't for that, I probably would have stayed in New Jersey. So um, I am here in Vegas now, and I may just stay because it's really not fair to my wife. I'm traveling all the time. It's just not right. So I, I, I may actually stay here until the first week of college basketball. Not sure yet um, what, what's going to happen. But anyway, guys, I ramble. You see what I do? Okay. want to walk back east. I just keep on going. I'm no, sorry. no, it's cool, Craig. I appreciate yeah. you going in depth. We, we only got about a minute left because uh, oh. Kelly's got to come on. But I know CT's got a, a quick question. Yeah, Crack, you, you know, you said uh, you like to teach people and help people. And I don't know if you remember this, but six years ago when we met, we met through Kelly at the Westgate. We had the uh, the clubhouse rented out. It was wild card weekend. Uh, obviously, this is six years ago, so I was a little immature at the at the time. And I said to you, I was like, "Crack, what's your best bet for today?" And you said, "Chris, my best bet for today is not betting at all. I didn't like anything on the board, and that's my best bet: not putting my money up on something that I didn't like." And that's something that stuck with me for a lot of years. And I've matured a lot with my sports gambling, and obviously surrounded myself with people like yourself, Kelly, Drew, Adam, who know a lot about what they're doing and that was the best advice that i've ever got so thank you for that no problem anytime and please give my love to kelly i've known her so many years i am so glad she has made a giant name for her in this space and and uh you know she she's the best man i love her so crack we'll i'll, I'll have you leave with this um you know in addition to being an awesome sports better you are a great storyteller and Earlier this week, we tweeted out to our, our followers to send us their best, uh, their best bad beat story. And we're going to give away some merch at the end of the show. I want to know off the top of your head, do you have a, a top bad beat story? Or are there just too many? To, it has been going on for so long, there's just too many to even count. Probably too many. I remember Sterling Marlin in a NASCAR race uh, ran out of gas on the last lap that I would have won uh, 45000 <laughs> Literally, his car started shaking with the lead, and he just didn't make it to the finish line by, like, literally, like some of the NASCAR guys will know, by a quarter of a mile, he ran out of gas. Easy winner. Um, uh, how about a basketball game at, at midcourt? Um, I, laid, I laid 11 points. They're winning by 12, and the team that was up by 12 bouncing the ball at half court celebrating, throws the ball up in the air to celebrate. Yeah, we won. And it landed in the basket for a three-pointer for the other team because he threw it in that basket. That oh, one wow. was uh, – it wasn't that big. It was like a it was like a three-grand swing. It wasn't crazy. But I remember that being like, wow. Half court backwards didn't even mean to throw it in the basket. That was a bad one. That's that's pretty bad. <laughs> awesome, Crack. Good stories there, man. I appreciate you joining us. You'll have to come on again. The chat box loving you. Uh, we, we ask all our guests, can you leave us with the best bet for this weekend? 
Oh man, best bet this weekend. Um, some bet that I was just making just now. I was betting. I, um, I was just betting uh, some, a couple sports books I have that put the props up already. I'm surprised for 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 the games and Monday Night Football. Uh, it's it's totaled at 57 points, and that's that's that game is it's the, it's the big game that everyone's looking forward to this weekend. Bills and, and Chiefs, and so their bookmakers telling you that there's going to be seven or eight touchdowns. Boy, I'm going to get in trouble talking about this probably. Um, no, I really am. Um, I, in this situation, I like to bet, uh, if they're saying they're going to score seven or eight touchdowns, I like the under one and a half yards for shortest touchdown. I think that's a pretty good bet to make because they're telling you that so many is going to be scored. That's it. I'm not telling you any of the reason why. I gave you – I never give out plays. I don't give out plays. It's not what I do. People judge you on one play. So that's it. Hey, appreciate it, Crack. I know, but it's enough information for us. We appreciate you joining us. You have to come back on. Guys, follow him on Twitter, at Bill Crackman. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, Crack. Thanks, guys. Thanks to you guys. And uh, from Bill Crackman to uh, Kelly in Vegas. And by the way, guys, if you're not following her on Twitter, well, I I'm pretty sure everyone that's watching likely is, but she has hit back-to-back money line parlays for the cashes barstool's own wager talk zone kelly in vegas kelly welcome in the podcast how are you doing oh we got the mute button kelly back on cal uh, i was on mute because we have go. a special guest hanging out on the right side of my office i'll introduce you guys to in a minute uh but listen i appreciate all the love but like crack said you're only as good as your last winner and i did not have a winner on Sunday in my best bet, the Panthers, they valiantly tried. I can't wait to bet against the Dallas Cowboys again this weekend. I, uh, it's just going to be so ugly. This this card this week is so ugly, and I, I just know that I'm going to end up on every single short dog this week, either in college football or NFL. It happens, Kelly. It happens to the best of us. But uh, hey, if, if you don't love the card, you got to make the card love you, right? That's a- <laughs> that, that is what Big Cat said. And uh, it's listen, it's words to live by at this point in time. So let's get into it. Uh, do you guys want the the special guest to come on now? Do you want me to save him for the best save him for segment? La- save him for last. Okay. Yeah. Get into what you go ahead, Trig. Do your thing. Gotta save the best for last. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we had a little tough luck with the card last week. It was one and four. Yeah, it's going to happen. Obviously, those are just you know sharp totals, and they they didn't get there. But I told everyone, you know, she gets a pass because she did hit another thirty-two to one parlay. So got to give it, got to give her a pass there. Um, but yeah, what have you? Did you get in touch with John Murray? Do we have any sharp stuff for this week? What do we got? John Murray only replies to people on Twitter. He does not reply in the group chat with Ariel, and so he he just hates us or he sends like ridiculous news articles like I have time to read those but what I did get was some sharp golf plays I said I texted them to you guys this morning uh VR mm-hmm. as you mentioned with the totals there was like 11 of them last week of course I cherry-picked the five that had not moved that much anyway we got six golf totals actually I'm gonna read them off my screen because my notes are that bad I was writing them down so frantically today so I will share the sharp golf really quick and then uh we'll get into it let's see how do I do this I, it's always weird betting on your computer versus your phone. What golf turn? What golf tournaments this so weekend? I'm just not are, a golf fan. Two so of them are the Spain tournament, the Spain Open, and the other four are Shriners. So we've got uh, seven zero four four. 
Tringle, and I know I but butchered that. I always call him Triangle, which is not I his last name. Triangle too. Yeah, uh, we've got seven zero three zero English, seven zero six five Fowler, seven four six seven Bland, seven four six nine Arnhouse Arnus. I don't know who that guy is, and then of course seven zero two two Will Zalatoris. So those are the matchups that were sharp that VR shared with me today. Uh, he went 2-0 last night on his um, Dana White Contender Series yet yeah. again. So I always try to send everything that he sends me to the group chat because, you know, sharing is caring. But, of course, that's after I bet them. Nikel, those are uh, tournament matchups, not round matchups, Correct. Right? Those are all tournament matchups for either the Shriners or the Spain Open. Okay. And if you want, I'll jump. When, I, when I'm done, I'll jump and throw them in the comments so everybody has them. Uh but I've got a I've got a big teddy bear here waiting uh, to go to dinner. So whenever you guys are ready, I can have him come on and give his best bet, or I can give mine first. Oh, we definitely need an Uncle Benny best bet. Well, I don't yeah. think we give you enough credit here. Let's see. I mean, we've said it a couple times that you hit this money line parlay again last week, and everybody's just like, oh. Uh, I just I just want to block it out. I, it's how better big, for me. How big I love you guys. Okay, I, I've had local bookies cut me off. They said I can't money line three dogs anymore. They I had a friend dogs. of mine that uh, dabbles in that text me yesterday. He goes, so just FYI, if you could never do that again, that'd be great. And I'm like, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to hit back-to-back -back ever again. Like, right. it's just not going to happen. <laughs> so uh, some of the local bookies will be safe because we're not winning another one this year. It's just not going to happen. All Listen, right. well, there are – there are implied odds in every single one of these, and I have just now completely blown those implied odds open, and it, it just is not going to happen. You mean to tell me we're not all going to hit a money line parlay together this weekend on Saturday? I, I mean, come on, like that's. Uh, uh, I mean, maybe we might hit one on Sunday. That's the fun okay. part of this. I'm looking at a couple of sizable dogs in. Uh, Maybe maybe we've throw in the Panthers there at for the uh, or excuse me I'm sorry the Dolphins while we're at the Dolphins Bucks game no I don't I don't think they're gonna pull the upset but there's some nice dogs that I have circled maybe it's gonna be the Niners maybe it's gonna be the Giants but it's definitely gonna be the Buffalo Bills. Kelly, I mean, we're, we're going to the game on Sunday. It, it, are you one of those people? You know, if you're going, you gotta bet it. And if so, have you decided? No, I haven't decided, but I do lean towards Dolphins plus 10. I, I wonder kind of what the environment's going to be like. You always have to think about that when you're betting. I've definitely been escorted out of uh, the Angels Stadium in Anaheim <laughs> because I had the over and the Angels are playing the Houston Astros and the guy in front of me didn't like that I was cheering for all the runs. The good news was the over hit in like the fifth inning, so I didn't care that I was getting kicked out anyway. Uh, but, you know sometimes you go into like a hostile territory. I don't think the Bucks fans are going to be that hostile, but you know, we do have a Bucks fan going with us. So do I really want to cheer against his team? Maybe I'll find a play on the total or take cracks uh, opinion on maybe on some prop bets. Okay. Good. Stuff, Kel, did guys. you know, did you know there has not been a double digit favorite to lose yet in the NFL this year? I mean, isn't it's gotta be Sunday, right? We, we we're so due for one. Maybe it's the, that Dolphins. is interesting, but you know, double digit favorites, in the NFL, really, I just have been crushing the last few years. It's been yeah. really repulsive, as a matter of fact. I hate to see it, but it it's just been happening. And that's because I think we are starting to see those very dominant teams. Look, we saw, I think, the biggest biggest point spread I've ever laid in the NFL was 23 and a half of the Patriots over, I believe it was the Dolphins, uh, maybe five or six years ago. I remember I was at the Wynn Sportsbook, 
And my buddy Jeff was like, oh, come on. You love dogs. You're going to lay 23 and a half. And it was over within like the first quarter. I mean, it was just one of those games where the Patriots dominated both sides of the ball. And I feel like since that moment, these these big favorites just really have been crushing. And it sucks. Nobody wants to see that. No. But mm. the, the, the top to bottom approach that we see in college football is obviously so great. And the saying in the NFL is, is that there's just – there's not that big of a difference between, you know, one and 32. Well, I think we're starting to see that gap widen with some of these teams. Yeah, no disagreement here. I could see that happening. Guys, we are presented by Viva Tequila Seltzer is a refreshing and drinkable hard seltzer with 88 calories, zero carbs, zero sugar, and 4.5% ABV. Viva, the perfect drink for your post-game or pre-game celebrations as it was created with the active lifestyle in mind. We will be drinking it on Sunday morning, I will make sure to at least bring a couple there and tailgate with them. So, uh, Kelly, I'll throw it over to you. I know we only got you for, for another minute or so. Where are we going, Benny? Are we going for tailgate predictions? What are we doing here? Uh, special guest with the with – We the are. We're going to bring our special guest. I want him to come over. We're headed to dinner here in just a few minutes. He beat you guys here by a day. Ben, come in and say hi to everybody. This is uh, Ben in Nova Scotia. If you guys are not following him yet on Twitter, you have to. And uh, Ben, the people would love to hear your best bet for this weekend. Go on, I'm going with the Jets because I've been on one all day. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they're getting it done. It's that simple. Probably just win the game. No, uh, no points required. Okay. Throw them out. How's that? That, that game's good? that game's in London. It's going to be during our tailgate, so that's we're awesome. going to be miserable. Oh, nice. That London game is going to be absolutely and utterly miserable. I'm not going to watch a single second of it uh, because I'm going to be too busy taping these guys on their foot race. This is oh. it. The 50 yard dash is happening. No, I'm not going to measure it out. I'm just going to like, hey, run from this pole to this pole, and yeah. you guys just figure out whoever wins. <laughs> and I will broadcast it live on Twitter, so everybody get excited. Uh, we're going to decide what time. I feel like I should wait till it's a little hotter in the day and you guys have had a few beers. Uh, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, we should definitely do it once every day. It's kind of drunk. Good right. job, yeah. Ben. Yeah. Ben yeah. did not want to come on. He did not do his uh, normal 18 vodka sodas on the plane because I told him he had to behave himself because we're going to dinner with my mom. And uh, so he had to slam a couple uh, couple off, off screen real quick. Nice. Like to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. The race shouldn't start until at least what? 1130 AM. Yeah. 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 That's a great, that's a great call. We're not doing this like 8 AM stretch kind of deal. No. You guys are super fresh. No, no. no. Uh, we're going to slam some beers first and it's going to be great. Yeah. The goal uh, is to have everyone completely dehydrated. Hopefully yes. someone like pull, pull, pull a hammy, yeah. get a leg cramp. I can't wait yeah. to hear the excuses. This is going to be <laughs> absolutely excellent. But as far as my best bet goes, I am on the Buffalo Bills plus two and a half. Look, I know that a lot is made of uh, the home field advantage in Kansas City. I've been to Arrowhead a ton of times. It is loud. Don't get me wrong. But this is a Chiefs team that finally covered a game against the Lola Eagles squad. And if you actually look at the power ratings, depending on who you follow, Bills should be at least, at the very least, a pick them in this game. No, I'm not saying they should be a favorite in Kansas City, but a pick them, especially on a neutral field. Now you have... This Kansas City defense, man. And last year, what we saw from the Kansas City defense was some moments of greatness. And this year, we've seen almost zero of those outside of the two times they picked off Lamar Jackson. This defense is an absolute utter problem because Kansas City's whole goal was before, just keep outscoring opponents and you'll win the game, right? So the defense didn't really have to pick up the slack. Well, now we've got a lot of game film on Patrick Mahomes. The Bucks basically gave the rest of the NFL, the game plan on how to shut down this offense, and that's what we've seen this year. So 
I, I like the the Bills a lot this week. I have them money line. I have them plus two and a half, and I also have them in a myriad of teasers with the Seahawks tomorrow night, the Vikings. I also have them with the Browns. So should be uh, should be a, a busy Sunday with uh, at least those Sunday night plays. I, if I'm still awake to see it. Yeah, if we're still alive. <laughs> She's Kelly Stewart, guys. Check her out at wagertalk.com. Barstool Sports as well. Follow her on Twitter at Kelly in Vegas. Back to back money line parlay winners. And uh, she comes on the show and just talks about her losing Sunday. That's what kind of gambler she is. So uh, no, no, it's it's awesome. The humble, the humbleness is uh is is welcome. Not a lot of people like that in this business. So thanks, Kelly. Yeah, thanks. listen, uh, like I said, I, I'm over here uh, defying the odds at the current moment in time, and I know that those odds tend to regress. Hopefully, they don't regress too hard, and uh, you know we still go seven and three on Saturday. How about that? Love it. That will work. So check her out, guys. Wager Talk and a bar stool. Thanks to Kelly Stewart. And guys, we got uh what Wally's Corner up right now. So uh take it away. Wally's Corner. All right, Treg, updated uh record currently on Wally's Corner. We had a wash last week. Wally's Corner's been on fire. I was at a wedding a couple weeks ago, Drew Martin Betts. Two random guys came up to me and told me that Wally's Corner, favorite segment <laughs> on the hustle. They they're loving it. So Updated record trend. All right. So I just wanted to up I just wanted to do the math quick with what I ended up grading those couple plays. Uh with last week, Wally is now 25, 16, and 2, which is still awesome. And again, I we talked about it earlier. Um, you know, a couple of those kind of landed right around the number last week. So uh, but with what I graded him, I gave him a loss in Illinois. I gave him a push on Washington. So he goes 25, 16, and 2. And again, that means all 25 of those wins have won by whatever number it was at. Because really, last week was the first week that we even had the numbers like come into play. So all 25 of those wins have just been like winners at whatever number you took it at. His info has been awesome. And he's going to, I have a feeling he's going to bounce right back this week with another huge week. Well, he gave us some, uh, some good ones here. And, um, Wally's Corner, that's Patrick Wall, a good friend of ours. He's a junior odds trader out in Las Vegas at a sports book out there that will stay undisclosed. Um, Drew Martin Betts, he, uh, the Sharps have hit UConn here, like you talked about. Uh, they bet UConn at UMass. The numbers they bet were minus two all the way up to minus three. Now sits at minus three and a half. Uh, they've also bet Air Force. Wyoming is at Air Force. They bet Air Force minus three and a half all the way up to minus five and a half, now sits at six. Another game in college they bet. They took BYU. They laid three all the way up to five. It now sits at BYU minus five and a half, minus six. BYU is at Boise State. They bet BYU. Uh, South Alabama they bet, who plays Texas State. That's a game I I have talked to a couple other sharp people on South Alabama as well. They bet South Alabama minus one. All the way up to minus three now sits at minus three and a half. Last one in college he gave us. They bet Memphis. Uh, they took six and they took all the way down to three and a half. Memphis is at Tulsa. Play on Memphis plus the points. Uh, off to the NFL here. Sharps grabbed the Rams. I guess that game opened up as a pick. Uh, they bet a pick all the way up to minus two. That's Thursday night football in Seattle. Now sits at minus two and a half. They bet the Saints. Saints at football team. They bet it at opens at a pick. 
They bet it all the way up to minus one and a half, minus two. It now sits at two. Uh, last one, they bet the Bills. So they're on the same page as KIV. Uh, the numbers they bet, they took four all the way down to three, two and a half. It now sits at two and a half. So um, they're on the Bills. That's Sunday night football. And, and again, I always say this every every week. Drew Martin bets. There's our Adam. See you later. Um like I say every single week, Drew Martin bets. We're not telling you to go bet these numbers right now, but listen to what I tell you where they bet them at. If you could get a lot of these numbers are still there. If you could get something very similar, if you see value there, these are the teams that the Sharps bet. They've obviously been hitting at a great clip. So go fire them. That's Wally's corner. He's been on fire. Good friend of the show. And he does a lot of work for us in the in the in the background with the merch store, a lot of the audio stuff. So we love uh Walrus and uh thank you and hopefully you continue to support us and uh Wally's Corner. Great segment, Drew Martin Betts. Absolutely. Check out the merch site there, the uh link on the Twitter uh profile. We also had some questions from Mailbag. We'll hit quickly before best bets, guys. Uh, Keith asking if we can hit the UConn-UMass game. Hey, we did it. Check it yeah. out in the five-minute mark. Um, do you take Bama with the points this week or Georgia with the points against Auburn? That's from John. I think he kind of worded that a little bit wrong. I would not I I would not take Georgia. I would actually take Auburn. Now, granted, I am an Auburn alum, but yeah. still, I think the underdog might be barking there, at least to stay within 15 points. And Bama, I would actually lay it with Bama. And again, yep. coming from an Auburn guy, this is where uh, Nick Saban's club kind of smashes CT in terms of when the team that he's playing has a puncher's chance at beating them, which, you know, in the preseason, Texas A&M and Alabama was kind of a lot of people thought the championship for the SEC Western division. Now it hasn't really played out that way, but still the odds makers are telling us what 18 Well, Nick Saban, when he's favored by less than 21 points is uh, 19 and 13 his last 32. So it kind of speaks to that price range. That's when they really do well. And if you remember just week one, week two, they played Miami and they were like about a 20 point favorite. And they beat him by almost the same score they beat Mercer the next week, which were, they were like a 45-point favorite. And it kind of speaks to that. I don't think he really runs it up on the teams he can, but yet the teams that kind of have that chance of beating him, that's where Alabama really excels. So I would lay the points with Alabama. I wouldn't necessarily lay it with Georgia, though. I'm with you there on that, Drew. I would lay it with Bama. Um, wouldn't lay it with Georgia either. If anything, I'd take the points there. Drew, something my brother, Steve Thurston, has been notorious about, and it's been it's cashed over the last few years, is Bama first half. Yes. As we see, they come out firing, and that's yes. why I'm not a big half guy. But as we saw last week, they roll in the first half, and Saban likes to get out to that big lead and sit back and kind of relax, make sure everybody stays healthy, and let's move on to the next week. I think Bama's minus 10 first half. I think about laying the 10 there in the first half. Sure, and I think they're 4-0 ATS so far this season um, in, in the first half. So it speaks towards uh, this year, Bama making money that way. But uh, time for best bets, guys. Thanks for the mailbag questions. Uh, feel free to to tweet them out at any of our three uh, Twitter handles there or at the Hustle Show Pod, and we'll answer any questions. Feel free to fire it away. Um, if you're watching on YouTube as well, the Wager Talk YouTube in the comments section below, uh, go around the horn here. Trig, welcome back in. Hopefully all is well. Any final comments here? And what's your best bet? Yeah, like? I got it. Well, first I got a comment. I'm going to be emailing StreamYard customer support here because I'm the only one that gets kicked out every week. I can't figure out why. I spent 20 minutes messing around with it earlier today. It doesn't kick CT or Drew Martin. Bets out always kicks me out. I'm going to figure that out. But it's time for best bets and 
you know, I hope I'm throwing CT off a boat on Friday and beating him in a race on Sunday. But I am, I agree with him 100%. I'm on his side here with the 49ers getting points. That's my best bet. I absolutely love the 49ers this week, and I am banking on them starting Trey Lance in this game because I really think that's the key here. Uh, interesting. So CT started to break this game down earlier um, and just being like a, a horrible flat spot for the Cardinals. Um, but I also noticed that they have not faced a mobile quarterback this year. And that's why I really want it to be Lance because the, the quarterbacks the 49ers have faced so far, Ryan Tannehill, Kirk Cousins, Trevor Lawrence, Matthew Stafford, all guys that are, are going to sit really more in the pocket, make, you know, make throws. They're not going to just run all over the place. Trey Lance, he's raw. You know, we saw last week, he's going to make mistakes but he's going to get first team reps in practice this week. And I'm banking on Kyle Shanahan being able to put, you know, if this guy could put a game plan together for Nick Mullins and CJ Beathard, he can put a game plan together for Trey Lance. Um, Arizona's got offensive linemen out. Uh, and that's, you know, this week they're going to face a really good pass rush. The 49ers do have some injuries on defense. I'm a little concerned about their secondary, but I think they can offset that with the pass rush. Uh, 49ers back-to-back -back losses. Heartbreaking loss to the Packers. They, they lose last week to the Seahawks. They're looking at losing three in a row potentially. Uh, and, and that's not going to fly if you want to be competitive in this division, the NFC West, which is arguably the best division in football. All right, true. All right. The only Niners we're, we're, plus we're, five we're and a half. You off. We don't need a top flight sports explanation. Niners plus five and a half. Trig and I both like it. We're moving it on. I'm going to the Red River shootout on Saturday at noon. We're laying the points here. Oklahoma minus three. There's threes. Shop around. It's three and a half three. I got three. I think this is going to be the coming out game for Oklahoma. It's going to be that high-powered offense that we were expecting to see, that defense that was supposed to be good. They're going to hold their own this weekend. This is the, the game where they come out and take care of business finally. Texas looked Flat versus TCU last last week. They were mucking it up. That TCU should have won that game. Oklahoma opens it up this weekend, gets the job done, wins three straight in the Red River shootout. OU minus three. OU minus three. And uh, uh, the Red River shootout, I guess we're not supposed to call that, so we'll call yeah, it the I Red River. i calling it now, Drew. I know. Yeah, it's okay. I, I, it doesn't bother me. Awesome. We could do whatever we want. We got uh, – I'm going for my best bet. Uh, Kent State minus five and a half over Buffalo. A little action for you, really because of strength of schedule, guys. I mean, you look at Kent State, yes, they're, what, one in four. But when you look at who they've played, Texas A&M, Iowa, Maryland, and then Bowling Green. Actually, that Bowling Green team, little sleeper stat here if you're at a bar and uh, want to win a little uh, – I guess get somebody to not know this. Bowling Green's five and zero against the spread, so I don't fault them too much for that for losing against the spread. They did they did beat Bowling Green outright though, and Buffalo on the other side of things, they played Western Michigan, ODU, Coastal Carolina, and Nebraska. I mean Nebraska and Coastal Carolina, not bad, but still strength of schedule wise, Kent State has been really up against it. Only minus five and a half here. My power ratings have this ten and uh, early season. You know, especially in the small conferences like the MAC, the Sun Belt, when you've played really difficult teams, when you come back and play in your conference, that's when I really like to smash these short favorites. We get one here with Kent State. So minus five and a half for me. Any final thoughts here, CT or Adam? Final thoughts is uh, check out the merch store. If you love the show and um, love what we're giving out, go out and buy a hoodie, buy a t-shirt and 
check us out on Sunday. We're going to be tailgating everybody. We'll have the prop queen, Kelly in Vegas, a uh, bunch of my friends from up here coming down. So it's going to be a good time. Drink some beers, eat some food with us. Absolutely. Come see us uh, on Sunday if you're around the Tampa area. And huge shout out to Viva Tequila Seltzer. Guys, Viva, we flavored our tequila seltzer because flavor is the spice of life. And we like our drinks with a kick just as we like to live our lives. For CT Bets, Adam Trigger, I am Drew Martin. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Please smash that like button. Feel free to comment below. We'll talk next week, Wednesday, 6 o'clock Eastern. Best of luck with your bets until then. Thanks for tuning in.